0: Hey, it's Adam from Next Level Radio. I had the opportunity to speak with Carolina Guerra from Da Vinci's Demons, which you can watch every Saturday night at 9 o'clock on Stars. Make sure you follow Carolina on Twitter at Carolina Guerra M. You can also follow us on Twitter at NXT Level Radio and like our page on Facebook, Facebook.com backslash Next Level Radio Online. Also, check out our website for all our past interviews and shows, nextlevelradioonline.com. Now, let's get right to the interview. Thanks for listening. You're listening to Next Level Radio. I'm Adam Gorey here with another guest spotlight. Joining me on the Next Level Radio hotline, she's a Colombian model, she's an actress, and now you can catch her every Saturday night at 9 on the star's hit series, Da Vinci's Demons. Please welcome the beautiful Carolina Guerra. Carolina, thank you for spending a few minutes with me tonight. How are you doing? Hey, my pleasure.
1: I'm very good, very happy about everything, very happy, especially in Da Vinci's physical (laughs) that my character is coming in so I'm, I'm thrilled to be here as well. yeah definitely
0: now uh i hope i did not butcher your last name i mean i know you're probably supposed to roll the r's i am terrible at rolling r's so you know i hope i didn't <laughs> i hope i didn't butcher you it did too much well. okay do, do you, do you <laughs> no, get a lot no, of we did, we did, we did do you get a lot of carolinas do people say that a lot
1: I get a lot of Carolinas I get a lot of Guerras okay uh, yeah you, you cannot imagine yeah I guess there's a lot of options
0: there <laughs> so uh, you know as you said you make your debut this Saturday as the Inca high priestess Ima right uh, tell yes us,
1: t- that's, that's another good one because I get a lot of Ima too
0: okay geez <laughs> you just can't catch a break with these names uh, tell us a little bit about your character <laughs>
1: Well, my character, as you said, is the High Priestess of the Children of the Sun, which is the name they used to call the villagers back in the day. We're talking about the 15th century in the Inca Empire in Peru, Machu Picchu, which is is this sacred place everybody knows about. But in the series, uh, the Book of Leaves, which is that thing that everyone's looking after uh, and everyone wants, is uh, remaining. It's supposed to be hidden. Somewhere in Machu Picchu. So, Matt character holds a lot of information. She knows where the Book of Leaves is, and she will be Da Vinci, and she will have, uh, you know, to team up in a certain way with them in order to find Book of Leaves. Although they want the Book of Leaves for many, many different reasons, and this is how the relationship is gonna get a little bit complicated. It is uh, like a multi-layered uh, kind of relationship because they need each other, but they're very aware. They they want the book of leaves for different reasons. So it's going to get tough. It's going to be complicated. <laughs> There's a lot of action, of uh, passion and drama. It is very interesting. Well, very cool. It gets, it gets cool the second
0: season. Yeah. Now, are you going to be so? Then you're pretty much going to be in uh, pretty much every episode moving forward. Then, right? Yes.
1: Yeah, yes. Absolutely. Okay. Are you going yeah, to like the, the the main story is going to happen there in Magic Preacher. So,
0: okay. Are you are you going to have a uh, a viewing party?
1: A what?
0: A viewing party, like to celebrate your debut.
1: Well, I'm I'm flying the Saturday. I'm flying back to Colombia, so I think I might have uh, like a late party on Sunday. Unfortunately, but but yeah, everybody's very like my my family and everyone in Colombia is, is is very happy. So. I'll join the party later, but I will do.
0: <laughs> now, uh, the show is filmed in Wales, uh, so I'm sure, you know, when you found out that you'd be on a, a major American TV series, you probably didn't think you'd end up in Wales. Uh, so uh,
1: You're absolutely right. And I didn't <laughs> think, you know, as a Latin person, as a Colombian, you'd think your first step will be in, in, in America. And all of a sudden, I found myself in the middle of, you know, in, in Europe <laughs> and, and in Wales, which was a little bit weird. Uh, also, the fact that I wasn't used at all to their accents, I was like, "Oh my God, I'm never gonna survive this!" But after two weeks, it all went well. They were very nice, very generous, and at, at the beginning it was a little scary, but but at the end, well, this, and, and and of course, I mean, look at the results. So I'm very happy.
0: Right, right. Um, now, how how, mu- or how much um, more production do you guys have to go?
1: Uh, well, we already we already uh, finished this whole second season. Oh, okay. We wow. end up shooting on December. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so yeah, we're we're resting right now, enjoying uh and, you know, the, the series at home. Uh but we will start working again very soon for this season.
0: Oh cool. Now you said you're uh flying back to Columbia. Are you gonna stay there during the whole uh off season or are you gonna travel a little bit?
1: Uh no, I'm just gonna Columbia for a week because I have to go a thing there. I'm finishing a movie right now. So I'll you know the last uh, couple of scenes
0: right there for two weeks and then i'll be back in la i just moved in oh cool um now how much uh in the show yeah uh, yeah your, i'm here
1: in the States.
0: your uh, your character uh is in is from inca um now how much keshwa did you have to learn for the show
1: oh a lot so before the the second i flew uh the the, the same day I flew in, in Wales, and well, I mean, in London, then I got to Wales. I started my, my Quechua lessons with a Quechua expert. She was one of, like, she was the main, my main support in all this process. She, uh, her name is Emma Felber, and she's from Ireland, and mm-hmm. she's an anthropologist, and she helped me through uh, a lot of the cultural things I had to, you know, to practice and to learn in order to play Ima. And, uh, yes, there were a lot, a lot of scenes where it's just all Quechua. Uh, it's her mother, you know, it's her mother language. Uh, Inca used to speak only Quechua. There, there still are a lot of communities that speak Quechua today, and that's how we, we, we got to, you know, to have like enough tools, uh, in order to play Ima. But yes, it was, it was hard, of course, <laughs> in the beginning. But she was, every single day with me, she was on set, making sure I pronounce my pronunciation was, was perfect, and, uh, well, after a while it was just, you know, rolling. It was it was amazing. But it was very interesting and that's that's the most beautiful thing about this type of catch. get to learn so many, you know, uh unexpected things. You you'd never think you have to, you know, speak Quechua in yeah. your life. So <laughs> So yeah, this is amazing about, about this character. That That's one, just one of the many things I learned, uh, with Ima. I learned so much about culture from my own roots, you know, from, from Latin roots. Uh, I learned so much about Leonardo da Vinci. I learned so much about history. It was amazing. I had to also practice a lot of my corporal movements because they were totally different. You know, the, the reverences, uh, from the ritual. There was a lot of very, very cool things in order
0: to work on the demon. Right now there's uh there's no subtitles, right? When they're speaking Queshwa on the show, there's no subtitles to tell people what they're actually saying, right? Well they there are gonna be some subtitles, okay. but whenever they don't it's just because something really bad's gonna happen. <laughs> I was I was gonna say I might <laughs> have to, to learn it just to know what's going on. Um so with <laughs> Spanish with Spanish being your main language, um, you know your primary language, what was harder to learn, English or Queshwa?
1: Well, no, no. Of course, Quechua was, was was a lot harder to learn because I mean, English. Even if you don't speak English, English is something you've heard, you know, once mm-hmm. or twice or a lot in your life. So uh, you're at least a little bit familiar with it. And I, well, I, I speak English, but it was it was hard. You know, it was it was a lot of challenges uh, with EMA because not only English. I mean, Spanish is my first language, and I had to work every day. Like ninety percent of 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 my job was in English, mm-hmm. but I couldn't speak English the way I speak English because it made no sense for a high priestess, right. you know, And in, in the 1400s, to speak American English. <laughs> so I had to fake a little accent, you know, and, you know to speak slower, to you know, mark the consonants, and then learn a third language, which was Quechua. Right, so, so basically again, you was, can speak two was forms uh, of English. Kind of a challenge, <laughs> but, but it was exciting. I mean, that's, that's the thing about acting, right?
0: Right, Challenges yeah, and, for and sure. Things. Um now the the character obviously has uh various tribal tattoos and uh I think I saw in a couple scenes a few uh like feathers pierced in uh in your back there. Yeah. Um obviously I'm assuming you know the piercings with the feathers are not real. Uh do you have do you have any like tattoos or anything that they had to cover up with the uh, with the outfit there? Uh there that,
1: that's a good question. It's the first time I have this question. Well, uh, uh I was lucky Old, or they were lucky, or we were all lucky. I only have one tattoo, in my left in my right foot. But unfortunately, it's um it's Sanskrit, so we did have to cover that one. But Raul, Raul Trujillo, who plays Topa Inca, is a, like a, if I was a high priest, he's like you know kind of like the Inca king, right? Um, and he's all covered with tattoos <laughs> all over his body, so he had to have like a, like a two-hour session for makeup, just to cover every single tattoo he had in his in his body. <laughs> um, so I just had to cover that one. But the back piece you were just mentioning with, with the feathers and everything, it had it was prosthetic, and every single day I had to have like a four-hour makeup call to to glue that in my wow. back. So so yeah yeah, <laughs> they did an amazing job. What's... I mean, I was I was very lucky. I was just surrounded by the best best team. Ever.
0: What's the uh, what's the hardest part about wearing the different outfits for for the role?
1: Oh, the temperature. Temperature. No doubt. No doubt. The temperature. Yeah. Sometimes you know we had to uh, shoot outdoors, and, and as you can see, and as you will see, this Saturday. I'm, wear, I mean, I'm wearing. I couldn't be covered, you know. It was, right. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so yeah, it was sometimes I had to be, you know, shooting three a.m. 4 a.m. in the morning, uh, just wearing like a, like a uh, like an Inca bikini as we call it, or a, a coconut, uh, the golden coconuts as we call it too. <laughs> and, you know, 5 a.m. in the morning, Wales. It was winter, so it was it was insane, like nearly hypothermic uh, state. But but I mean, it was worth it.
0: Do you do you think your background in modeling helped you at all with that?
1: Uh, definitely, you uh, built a lot of patience. When you model, and uh, but also when you act, you have to spend hours uh, waiting for everything to get done. Uh, but yeah, I mean, everything. I, I feel like I value every single thing I've done you know, professionally uh, because any, any. I mean, even if if it doesn't have to do like modeling, I didn't. I started modeling, but I never saw it as a, as a career. You know, I was so so young at that age. My right. mom was a fashion designer, so I like I grew. in in that, you know, in that world. But I mean, when, when I graduated from school, I I knew I I wanted to be an actress and I wanted to be a singer. I didn't want to be a model, but I mean, it was fun and I'm sure that really helped to build, you know, me as a, as a professional and to, and to understand what this world, you know, has and what you have to, to, to fight for and everything. It, It did help. Everything I've done, it has, you know, added to where I am now and to where I'm. You know, going to be in the future. So
0: how did you end up uh, getting into acting originally? I mean, in Colombia first as a model, and then uh, again from Colombian acting into now American acting.
1: Well, um, it's, I'm sorry. I, I've always, uh, as I said, I've always wanted to be, I mean, not an actress, but I was very involved in that. I always did theater at school, and then when I graduated, I, I, I continued doing theater. I, just because I really liked it. But I thought I was going to be a singer because music was before everything else I, I've ever done. And um, and through because I sang because I sing, this director, a friend of mine, he he wanted me to audition for this part uh, where the lead actress uh, was was a singer. And that's how I got into into Colombian TV because I auditioned for that. I got the part, and uh, that's how I got into Colombian TV. And then I, I did this movie in Mexico. And then after that, uh, we did an American movie in Colombia where I met Sofia Miles, and she's a she's an English actress, and uh, she uh, talked to Priscilla John, who's the casting director for Da Vinci's Demons, and uh, she just ran into her at a party, and uh, Priscilla told her she was having such a hard time finding an actress for <laughs> this role, and Sofia was like, "Okay, you stop looking." Here she is, she's my friend from Colombia, she's perfect for that role, you have to see her, send her the material, she's going to audition and I'm sure she's going to do well. And well, luckily she was right, I just sent my audition in Colombia, I was shooting a movie by then, and uh, and a month later I got this call saying that David Goyer wanted to see me in London. I almost had a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, then I flew to London, auditioned with Tom Riley, and I got the part.
0: Awesome. It was, it was amazing. Yeah, that is yeah. really cool. Um, so, uh, though you might not yet be quite as well known here in the U.S., I, I mean, you know, this being pretty much one one of the first major American TV series, at least, uh, you are, however, yeah. very, very, uh, well known in Colombia. Um, what's it been like to leave a place where you are so well known and take a chance doing something new like this? Well, I think that's
1: a really good question. I think, uh, it takes, you know, it's it's not easy, but it is also not easy to not do what you want. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I
1: think that, that second part is harder than to take a risk. And uh, I just think, you know, like I'm young, I don't have any kids, I don't have any, like, you know, attached, like, like serious attachments to anywhere. So I'm just, you know, doing what my God tells me and, and what makes me happy. And I really, really want to go around the world and I want to travel and I want to work and I want to, you know, whenever you're out of your comfort zone, that's where the magic happens. Oh, and that's yeah, what's definitely. been happening for me. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So I think, you know, whenever your, your brain lies very nice to you, uh, and, uh, well, I'm just doing what, what I like, you know, and if, it, and if it's back in Colombia, then I'll go back to Colombia. But if it's here, it's here. And this is where, you know, what, where, where I am right now. And I'm just, you know, trying to be responsible with, with the opportunities that, that life is giving me and, and just, you know, working, working hard and, and being passionate about it.
0: All right. Now, um, I mean, as you said, you're, you're very young and you've already accomplished, you know, a ton. I mean, you were Miss uh, Bogota. You've been in numerous films <laughs> and other projects. Uh, you hosted Columbia's Top Model. Um, you also did the, I believe, the Latin American version of Grey's Anatomy. And, and I hope I don't butcher this either. I, I believe it's A Corazon Abierto. Is that pretty Yay, close? very close. Sure. <laughs> All right. I took a couple of years of Spanish in uh, no, was, high school and college. Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, out of everything that you have accomplished before Da Vinci's Demons, what was your favorite, or or which one you know do you look back most fondly on?
1: Um. Well, I really liked "Acordas con ayer," I say because, um, and that's that's the Colombian version for "Grey's Anatomy" mm-hmm. uh, because it was a very you know I've been always very careful with what I with what I choose, like with my decisions as an actress, I mean, role wise, I always try to do something like, you know, very, very different, extremely different from what I did before. And this was a nice opportunity to do that because it was, you know, I I, I played, I think I played a nun something before that. (laughs) And it was very cool to make that, it was quite a spin, you know, Uh, after playing uh, a nun playing a, well, a doctor and it was like so serious and I had to you know to look so so much older than I am so it was quite a challenge you know all the makeup but I had to work in my voice and I, I got to learn a lot of things about medicine so so it, that was amazing it was amazing so I'd say that was one of my, my favorite roles before did two and of course have the opportunity to make a, a terror film uh, my first uh, uh, you know film in English. Was, was amazing but it was very cool and it was a very nice experience to to work with people from all around the world. I worked with Peter Facinelli on that one and with Sophia Miles. So we had like a multicultural uh, cast which was very cool and I got to be like the host because I, it was entirely shot in Colombia so, so I really enjoyed that one
0: too. Oh, cool. Um, well, I know we're running out of time. We just like to end uh, each interview with something we call rapid fire. Basically, it's just a few quick questions. Uh, To get to know, you know, a little more about you, you don't have to, you know, answer into too much detail. They're very basic. Um, So the first one is, what is your favorite animal? Dolphin. And how about your favorite hobby? Congress. Okay, and if you could work with any one actor, who would it be?
1: Ooh, Christopher Waltz.
0: Okay, and last one. By the way, that's a great answer. I'm a big fan of his. Uh, last one: <laughs> What's the one piece of technology that you wouldn't be able to live without? Oh, there's a ton to choose from. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I mean, uh, I think it's pretty obvious my my, I, my iPhone, but uh, <laughs> uh, no, I was gonna say Netflix, but that's not really a piece of technology.
0: <laughs> oh, that, that's that's technology you're streaming from uh, the internet. How about the internet? Uh, I
1: mean, I could, I could, yeah, well, internet, yes. <laughs>
0: Without that, there is no Netflix. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, well, like I said, you can check out Carolina on Da Vinci's Demons every Saturday at 9 p.m. on Stars. To learn more about the show, you can head over to stars.com And make sure you follow Carolina on Twitter. It's at Carolina Guerra M, as in Mike. And Carolina, thank you for spending a few minutes with me.
1: Thank you
0: so much. I really, really enjoyed it. Oh, yeah, for
1: sure. to
0: everyone. Uh, well, that wraps it up for tonight's guest spotlight here on Next Level Radio. Make sure you head over to our website for more interviews and shows, nextlevelradioonline.com. And like us on Facebook, facebook.com backslash online. Follow us on Twitter as well, at NXT Level Radio. Thanks again for listening.